What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, world of on-demand audio. It is I, the, the all-knower, all-seer, and the man ultimately right about all things food, pop culture, and nostalgia. But you also know I do a fair amount of travel because this show is based around pursuing your passions. And within this show, I pursued my passion of professional wrestling. Not just sitting there and watching it, but getting an understanding of it, being employed by it, and turning it into a way to earn a living. I'm living the dream. I'm thankful for it. A lot of you guys who aren't even interested in wrestling reach out, and you're congratulatory and supportive, and you're you're curious about the inner workings because it's an interesting business. Uh, whether you find professional wrestling intriguing on that level one way or the other it's a very interesting line of work and this is an episode from last summer when the travel really started it's the new york episode that's right a quaint southern boy like myself had to see what all the fuss was about about this new york i'd heard oh so much about and my travels up north had only really included pittsburgh and philadelphia i didn't truly know the windy apple and the city that never sleeps whatever it's called Either way, Snake Plissken and Carmelo Anthony had no problems owning the place in record time. I digress. But this is the travel episode from last summer, New York. And if anyone remembers anything about air-based travel from last summer, there was an epidemic of canceled flights, and I may or may not have been a victim of it. So listen up. It was a great time, but uh, needless to say, there were some travel hiccups. Will you journey with me this journey back in time? from the shackles of nine to five stretching my legs season excuse uh, my flub there season seven style that's right i reached out to you guys via our instagram and other social media pages and i expressed through all of my professional wrestling based shenanigans and travels whether it be work or leisure related i travel a lot for professional wrestling as i work professional wrestling and i love professional wrestling as well as podcasting it's kind of a driving force that kind of tied into me getting in the podcasting game long story maybe one day i'll tell you guys said story so I see a lot of different U.S. cities because of wrestling or travel, and I'm going to clue you in on it. And we're going to break it down in four different parts, and we'll we'll tackle those parts and their names as we come to them. But we're currently in what I like to call step one, of the departure. I am free of my nine to five. This podcast is about dream chasing, and I can free myself of the responsibilities of my conventional job and focus all in, mentally, physically, and spiritually, on chasing my dream, which I'll be doing for the next 24 to 48 hours in the name of all all that is wrestling of the professional variety major league wrestling that is my my fine fine employer so one of the other driving forces of me starting this travel video uh sorry voice audio pod based road soda so to speak i'll use some of our own verbiage there 
was because I get stuck in a food rut. I love food. Food is a gateway of creativity. Food brings people together. And I'm, I'm passionate about food. And in these travels, I am very guilty of defaulting to the cheeseburger. Yes, that's right. Done by many, done by many, mastered by very few, but just subpar enough to be purchased at almost every major establishment. Why? Because it's hard to truly fuck up. I mean an epic fuck up. I mean inedibly fucked up. Cheeseburgers are simple to do. So when I'm in a new city, I'm on the go, it's the middle of the night, and I need to horse something down after a 14-hour workday or I'm aggressively drunk following a 14-hour workday, I default to the cheeseburger. Why? Because it's next to impossible to fuck up. But I'm going to expand my horizons, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, comrades and co-conspirators. I'm going to document where I eat, uh, what I ate, and why you should eat there in uh, each assorted travel-based shenanigan. I don't know where this is going to fit in in season seven, but you're going to see sporadic travel episodes sprinkled in because I do a whole lots of it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the departure. Let's get on this plane and head to New York City. Boy, oh boy, did I say I was going to do this thing because I have some interesting travels. This is part two. We went over the departure. Now it's time for part two of the Road Soda travel audio uh, documentation episode, Road Soda, whatever we're going to call it. And that's called the arrival. And ordinarily, I would be sauntering off the plane a bit musty, maybe some fucking swamp ass going from sitting on a stale plane uh, with all these people flying through the air. But... This was a little different. For those of you who are unaware, by the time you hear this, hopefully this is an afterthought. But in June of 2022, and once again, I don't know when we're going to post this episode, there seemed to be an issue with the cancellation of flights. And I fell privy to this this curse. Let's call it what it is, a curse. I had, with my lovely wife, not one, not two, but three New York and surrounding area flights canceled hours before takeoff. And it was getting glim and dark, and man, oh man, was I getting annoyed. But the show must go on, and step one of the show going on is being present for said show when it goes on. So in the wrestling business, that's how it works. Just get here. Everyone wants you to get there the most convenient way possible, but ultimately, it's up to you to just get here. So... We did the painfully inconvenient thing of getting in the car and driving through the night. Good God almighty, do I tell you it's miserable. By the way, I stopped in Delaware. never thought I could say that. And I can continue my my pilgrimage to scream from the rooftops. I still don't know what the fuck they do in Delaware. Wasn't a bad experience. Wasn't a good experience. It was just a thing that happened. Delaware, if you're out there and you listen, hit us up. I would like to know what the fuck is happening out there. But we've arrived. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is my first time in New York. We've checked into the Sheridan here. Lovely, lovely place. May I recommend Costco Travel? We have several free meal credits here, all through booking through Costco Travel. So if you have Costco, you already pay for the service. Definitely use it. But I'm going to quit plugging them unless they, unless they hit me up and want to pay for some ad time on the show. Costco, that's the first and last free plug you get from your boy. So... Like I said, this is the this is the arrival. We went over the departure. I have arrived in the destination city. 
There will be food. There will be shenanigans. There will be a long pro wrestling based work day coming up. I just want to document that we got here in two whole pieces. What a journey. Good Lord, am I dreading the drive home, but that's not what we need to worry about now. We got here, so let's live it up, and you bet your sweet motherfucking ass we're going to the bar from How I Met Your Mother, because it's, quite frankly, my destiny. I'll check in with you guys for part three very shortly. We're live in the shenanigans portion of everything, and I'm looking for some decent food here in New York. I'm here with some renowned people with the credentials to back it up. Kyle Stevens, if you had off the top of your head, what do I need to eat in New York? Oh, my God. Being a born and raised New Yorker, you're definitely never... um, You're never going without options. There's so many, so hopefully uh, me being born here could kind of lead you in the right direction. I say you could start in the heart of the story. I've been in this area for about 12 years now. Uh, If you're looking for a good empanada, Mama's Empanadas, definitely still affordable with everything that's going on right now and extremely tasty. So that's a good starting point. You could get a couple of those bad boys and uh, maybe get a drink in the area afterwards. Oh my, empanadas. You're scratching a certain a certain saucy uh, itch of mine I, I didn't mean, realize I had. That itch is always there on my end. It's, the empanada it's hard, itch. It's hard to avoid. I, I'm here for all credible recommendations. Any recommendations where I should eat? Any Anything you really want in New York City? I'm just thinking of like Manhattan in my mind right now. Like any type of cuisine that you're going to possibly want, you can pretty much find in New York City. Uh, pineapple and pizza that's frowned upon. I mean, you're probably not going to want to go to certain places to get certain things, but uh, I can honestly say whether it was Mexican or Chinese or Italian, like everything is within like minutes of wherever you need to be. Breaking news, everyone. Uh, my plans to hit the local pizza hut in Times Square were stamped out. Apparently it is frowned upon here in the Empire State to even acknowledge such a thing. You're no evil, say no evil. Uh, I'll tell you this about New York. My sister lives in Kansas, but I'm from Long Island. And she missed New York bagels so much when she moved to Kansas that when she came back to New York, she actually bought about eight dozen bagels and mailed them to herself so she wouldn't run out of New York bagels while she was in Kansas. I'm being educated on so many forms of New York culture. Also, guys, keep this between us. I'm live in Queens, and it's been verified. Stuffed crust, not an authentic New York thing. <laughs> the more you know. I know. Read The reading rainbow thing oh just went God. over my head. Oh, I'm seeing <laughs> I came in here ant for some authentic stuffed crust, only to be laughed at as a mouth-breathing herb. I am a yokel of some sort. I'm, un- I'm an uncultured animal. No, no I'm, I'm no. learning this. That's, that's you and I both. I have my days. More often than not. <laughs> it's like so. My last. I'm pinning my last of my hopes on the crazy bread situation. <laughs> we can. We can only hope. If there's a will. There's a way. <laughs> yeah. Little Caesars. They still do the square pizzas here. They come in the bags. Uh, apparently, some kind of sponsorship with the NFL now or something. I was. Good lord. Yeah, yeah, Little Caesars are one of. It's one of the chains. It was uh, an eye opener for sure. And guys, I can. Uh, my southern contingent of listeners there is no humidity repeat no humidity you can operate like a normal human being and not wring your shirt out before noon it's not it is not a warm bath (laughs) casually outside i'm learning a lot i'll check in a little bit later this has been an eye-opening experience pizza hut your days are numbered from what i understand you can bring in all the campy spokesmen you want from the office There's, there's only so much runway with that i'll check in later
I'm not sure if you guys will be able to hear me very clearly, but I mean, this is live for the shenanigans portion. It's been a 12-hour workday. I'm watching a 40-man battle royal with a little person and several luchadors in Queens, New York, in a building that is one zillion degrees. It was designed to be a club. The crowd is hostile. It's a great time. You talk about experiences. You talk about why you do it and the, and the fun, crazy things happen. You guys are about to hear a live audio wrestling entrance. Listen up. Casey Navarro. What an experience. What a life I get to live. The things I get to see. And after this, I get to get real, real drunk. Uh, is it crushing unlimited beers? And see what New York truly has to offer. And that's where I'm going to jump into the food portion of this, Lord willing. But for right now, I have to sit in this building with a hundred insane pro wrestlers and hundreds of insane pro wrestling fans and love every moment of it. This show is about going for it. This show is about grabbing that brass ring. That show is about chasing the thing that you love the most. And this is the thing I love the most. As far as hobby slash activities, shout out my lovely wife, because she would kill me if she, if she took that out of context. All right, signing off. I'll see you guys next segment. And now for an ironic word from our sponsor. Oh, my God. All these cancellations and delays. Thank God I'm booked on AJ Presents the Greater Good Season 7 Airlines. But I don't seem to have a seat number. Oh, there's the customer service desk. Welcome to Greater Good Airlines customer service. How can I help you? Ah, uh, yes, I'm booked on this flight, but I don't seem to have a seat number. Oh, yes, sir. That's absolutely because of your horrendous yuck mouth. Excuse me? Ooh, that's correct, sir. Those homemade gold teeth of yours are a total disgrace, and AJ would never allow those butter chiclets onto one of his planes. But, but I don't think you realize this. I'm actually AJ of AJ Presents the Greater Good. You? <laughs> yeah, right. This podcast and season is sponsored by Bright and Smile, and everyone listening can use the promo code GREATERGOODSMILE to receive an additional 25% off their order. That promo code can help them, and specifically you, brighten those caution-light-looking smiles of yours. Yeah, I know. This is my show. That's actually my promo code. I'm starting to think this isn't even about my teeth at all. You'll have to take it up with my supervisor. Ah, there he is right now. I'll have him come over and take it from here. Uh, yes. Hello, sir. My name is Gentle Ben. Uh, how can I help? Oh, it's you. Excuse me. Do not let this jackass on the plane. So it's now time for the food portion of things. Myself and Sweet Panda Boo. Say hello, Panda Boo. Hi. We have stopped at a little place in Queens called Slider Bar. S-L-D-R, Slider Bar. And it is a, burgers, is a burger bar in which they make, I guess you could say, gourmet sliders. Interesting concept. I am not under the influence just yet, but uh, this is more of a practicality move here. Panda, what drew you to this place? Was it the color scheme? Was it the was it the marketing? What made you want to go with Slider Bar? It's open late. True, true, <laughs> true. Yeah, uh, I, I went with two JDs 
the Jack Daniels barbecue sauce with the bacon, etc., and so forth. So that should be interesting. Uh, my wife went with the classic, the lettuce, tomato, mayo, bingo, bango situation. With the slider sauce? With the slider sauce? Now, slider sauce can mean a lot of things. First of all, don't be gross. <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking a Thousand Islands situation it could be possibly. Maybe a ranch-based scenario. Even though we are from the South, so uh, every so everything here might not be ranch-based. For those of you who don't know, we're not from our mothership market of Charlotte. They're tuning into season seven. This is our first series of road soda style episodes. You will learn very quickly that culturally, everything in the South, as far as condiments and dipping sauce and sauces of all shapes, sizes, and flavors, in the South, for whatever reason, are all source in the world of ranch dressing. The obsession has gone above and beyond over the years and is just out of hand and needs to stop. It's just one man's opinion though, but that's one man just happens to be ultimately what, what, uh, ultimately right. Not ultimately white. That would be false on a lot of levels. Shout out white people. Uh, sweetheart, what were your thoughts on your first trip to to Queens. Have you been to Queens before? I have not been to Queens before. So far, it smells like pee. <laughs> I do want to dispel one thing. Kevin James is not on his route making deliveries for his local UPS affiliate with his lovable, lanky black friend Deacon. Uh, apparently, our food's ready. Here we go. Big reveal coming up. There's some sliders coming our way. Let's see what the deal is here. It's super clean, which is shocking. Queens, not a clean place. Okay. We got some, we got some sliders in the house. We got some fries and hot dog boxes. Unconventional, but it'll work. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Yes, they don't seem to be anything of any insane credence or color, but your standard fries. Once again, that's Slider Bar, S-L-D-R, Burger Bar, here in Queens, uh, New York. Kevin James won't be joining us. Rest in peace, Arthur Spooner. We're going to dive in. We're going we're gonna to do some more food-based shenanigans, and I'll keep you guys abreast. Your boy will not let you down. I'll keep you, uh, I'll keep you with plenty of insight in all of our travels. I spent the day with some local New York media people, some pro wrestling aficionados, and the hottest building on earth you've ever watched anything in, ever. It was worth every second, and I sweat through my underwear before 5 o'clock. Talk to you later. I promise you guys shenanigans, and shenanigans you shall have. I've had a Miller Lighter 11. Maybe my motor skills are slightly impaired, but I'm in a place where public transportation reigns supreme. And I'm with two people I care for deeply. The woman who makes my dream co dreams come true and the man that makes my dreams come true. And I don't mean that in an aggressive group sex invitation. I mean that as a platonic male friend and my loving wife. You guys are gross and immature. Please stop. Uh, it is... What time is it, guys? It is... 2.46 in the a.m. 2.46 in the morning, and they're still serving the sweet elixir known as Alka-Sol here in the Empire State. 
Fresh off of a professional wrestling show, some slider cheeseburgers, some failed attempts at eating at other diners. Here we are, my sweet pandemoo, my esteemed colleague, cohort, and co-conspirator. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am under the influence. That's what you wanted to hear. I give the people what they want to hear. Uh, what's the name of this bar? Does anybody know? Madame Marie's. Is he named Madame of this Marie. Bar? We thought it was a burlesque house. We did. <laughs> we thought it was a house of ill refute where women were selling themselves consensually. Little to consensually. no burlesque. Here. <laughs> so about little to no burlesque. No, Mike, there's zero burlesque going on. Little to no burlesque. However, the listeners don't know what you're wearing right now, and allow me to tell them. Provocative. I'm full Grandpa Simpson mode with the garter and the boussier. <laughs> like, it does not leave much to the imagination. I will say that. There's nothing about my physical appearance besides my freshly dyed hair and beer, beard that leave anything to the imagination. I'm a pretty what you see is what you get. I almost, pretty, I almost said what you get is what you I don't know. I don't know. I'm struggling right now. I have... Three hours of the worst sleep you could imagine over the last, two. like, uh, in co- like falling in and out of consciousness to keep changing podcasts to keep my wife engaged while she drives us up up the East Coast on a moment's notice. As we've documented in the previous clip, three flights were delayed, causing me to have to drive. I'm sorry, canceled, not delayed, canceled to drive ten hours on a moment's motherfucking notice. Wow. Oh, you know, hard Fs. Because that's F's. hard Fs to drive here to Dad, New York City. Welcome to New York City. Also, I've been here 24 hours. I haven't seen Jay-Z. I haven't seen Beyonce, Nicki Minaj. All like, hey, if we, look. If Is that we, brother, Naj? Look, if we were in Atlanta, we would have seen every rapper 11 times by now. Actually true. Yeah, I'll, rappers make themselves painfully accessible in Atlanta. Ludacris is out until 3 in the morning. It's true. Ludacris is at Applebee's raising hell. <laughs> the, not a regular one, airport Applebee's. The one he just, it makes no sense it's while like they say it. It's too, but it's Applebee's. I love it. Not even like Applebee's, like, oh, Charlie's. Just something really off the cuff. <laughs> like, How dare you be And he's there just for dessert. Like some oh, random thing. I can think of a hundred reasons why he shouldn't be there for just dessert. Ludacris and an old Charlie's. Are you really going to judge, though, knowing that you and I sat together after WrestleMania at a bar that was an Applebee's bar in an airport flying home from Dallas, Texas, knowing that there were wrestlers of all different creeds, colors, and beliefs sitting there? If you guys have never seen an airport post-WrestleMania... It's a bunch of people who escape reality for, for three days to do this one niche thing we all love a lot. So people are just dying on their feet. Some people haven't slept. Some people are actively bleeding at the time, like on the flight. You're actually speaking to two people who did not sleep during WrestleMania, which is even more lovely. I went to bed and got four hours tops of sleep for having, before having to return to either our show or someone else's show. Rinse and repeat. And as, and as we've documented through these audio files, if you've never worked a full day of pro wrestling television live or otherwise... You have not worked. You have not worked. No. And you will sweat through your underpants by 5 o'clock. There's I... <laughs> yeah. AJ purchases great underpants. Shout out to our sponsor... 
Uh, shout out to our sponsor. I'm, I'm rocking the Under Armors these days. No, I'm not. That's not true at all. Honey, what are these? I don't. My wife purchases my underpants. That's how old I am. Think about an old guy practice that I just explained to you guys. Quote, my wife purchases my underpants. How old and lame is that? And she knows exactly which ones to buy. I usually hear, like, older people say shit like that. Like, my dad, like, I usually think it's the oldest, lamest thing. of like, you're a grown man. You can't buy your own underwear. My wife is 99% responsible for purchasing all of my underpants. It was, it was it's my a key hope. part of the seduction process. It was my hope that I could help net a MeUndies sponsorship for you or something along those lines. However, after hearing that, I'm pretty sure you just scared them off for the entirety of the length of this podcast. MeUndies does not offer the big boy slash banana hammock based options I need to really maneuver and give me the full range of motion that a man, a man of my... My Rob Van Dam like flexibility requires. Look it up if you don't know. God damn it! So here we are. <laughs> I may, I make no, I have no regrets. I'm on full send right now. I am in a new city. I'm in a new state. I've never been in a new city. I've ever been in. Would you say it's a New York city? Um, I like I said, I'm a bigger fan of Old York. Uh, the pizza. Oh, guys, we're gonna triple down on this. Still in a state of shock from the earlier discussion. Stuffed crust is not an authentic Italian way to prepare pizza. It would. Uh, hey, New Yorkers, you can you can you can stick your nose up all you want. The shit was groundbreaking, and you know it. Don't act like it wasn't. Don't act like it didn't blow your fucking mind when you saw it the first time. Like, it's true. Yes. Now, given as an adult male, it's an instant diuretic that will haunt you for the next seventy-two hours. You're going to have very different bowel movements if that's something that's going to haunt you. So, my wife purchased my undies in a casual discussion about my bowel movements. Shout out to me, undies. Yeah, shout future, out to... Future sponsor of the greater good. Shout out to everyone born in the 80s who's equally as old and lame as I am. There's, like, my hair dye is getting so intense, it's just printer ink at this point. It's my last grasp, my last beacon and hope of being a comparable person of youth and coolness. I just saw an Uber pull the fuck off without somebody, and they didn't even acknowledge him. Bear with me one second. Are we coming to talk to this guy? And the guy that just got pulled off and said Uber and was sitting there watching his Uber drive away, Michael, the gentleman on this vlog, Michael of Major League Wrestling, my... My my co my uh, my coworker slash superior in the in the pro wrestling game in the business end knows the man who was just ditched by his Uber. We literally looked up and a guy was making a gesture to get into an Uber and the Uber just peeled the fuck off for really no reason as he looked annoyed. Also, guys, it needs to be noted they are serving the fuck out of some alcohol and it is almost three in the morning. Things are crazy here in New York as opposed to old York. They have, they, since they seceded from them. Wife, are you exhausted? Yes. Do you want me to stop drinking and go home? No, Never! All right, so I'm glad we... I like to take the, the pirate approach to that. I am... I, you ever been so tired you're just delirious? You don't know if it's the alcohol that's, in, that's inebriating you and impairing your motor skills, or you're just that fucking tired. It very well could be option two. Yes. 
Yes, it's all good. Mike knows the guy who was just ditched by the Uber. How funny is this? I've been in New York 24 hours. I haven't seen Jay-Z. I haven't seen Nicki Minaj. If we were in Atlanta, we would have seen every rapper 11 times. Shout out out Lennox Mall. I didn't say that on the podcast. It doesn't count unless you record it and put it on the internet. Those are the rules in both social media and podcasting. God, I'm very drunk. I'll be very honest. My wife is making a gesture for me to stop. The whole point of these things is to hear a stream of consciousness from me, your own demand audio messiah now, in my seventh season. The entire season. point of why we started this was because you had to we. admit something. <laughs> no, 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 no. To the people, the people at home I did it who, for the who had listened to a great injustice about a year and a half ago okay. where you besmirched a fantastic American company as being subpar. Okay. To their standards the of bis- what they the have to offer. It is, I mean, they're awful, but it was a great Pennsylvania company by the name of Wawa. Wow. And I believe you okay. were going to tell okay. me okay. Here we go. about the greatness we go. that you experienced Ladies and gentlemen, glo- at 5 in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Gloat Jones is in the building. All right. Well, uh, sometimes being a man of my... My ultimate wisdom, my electricity, my being the charismatic enigma that I am up and down the East Coast, internationally, some would even say. Even the most intentional, what did Ace Ventura say? Even the most intentional, sorry, intentative criminal investigators are wrong from time to time. He said this one movie before crawling out of a rhino's butt, an animatronic rhino. I once slandered Wawa. I made the mistake of grouping Wawa in with the the uh, the fast food, less athletic younger brother known as Sheets. Wawa is a fine establishment uh. that provides a submarine sandwich uh. at seemingly a moment's notice. Preach by way of digital ordering and precision that I cannot stress to you enough. I undervalued. I underappreciated and undisrespected. And I come to you offering an apology, Wawa, as it is almost 3 o'clock in the morning, and I would do anything to eat 11 feet worth of sandwich prepared by some strange person in a gas station. You're married. Sandwich was not code word for genitals, Michael. I'm sorry. I don't know what circles you run in where genitals are code word for sandwich, or vice versa. This thing went off the rails. I'll talk to you guys in the morning. I should probably not feel particularly well. Oh, New York, what a time we've had, what a time we've had. Yes, I've been documenting our adventures here in the Empire State, the city that never sleeps, the Windy Apple itself. Yes, we are departing New York under some unusual circumstances. As documented on the way here, the uh, the issue with the airlines, we fell a victim to it. 
several flights were canceled or rebooked or basically put me in a position where I could not take those flights and I had to drive to make the call time as that is what's requested in professional wrestling and all forms of entertainment. You got to be at the building at, at X time. You better be there at X time. They don't give a damn when that flight was rebooked. Get your ass here by plane, train, or automobile. Show up on time. And I showed up on time because that's what fucking professionals do pats self on back but it doesn't change the fact that there's some unfinished business some loose ends we need to tie up here in this uh this travel episodes i promised you guys this season my on-demand audio season seven passengers i would not look for a reason to give you less content just because i'm on the road more i we did not break tradition we still dined at an irish pub as we seem to do in all of these cities and we hit rosie o'grady's irish pub in Times Square, uh, it's on the other side of Madison Square Garden. Yes, touristy people doing touristy things because we're fucking tourists. But I will say, pleasantly surprised for it to be a touristy place in Times Square. Wasn't very busy. Food was very good and very reasonably priced. The wife is sleeping next to me, and she is dead to the world. I couldn't wake her up if I tried. You might even hear her snoring faintly in the background, and I will edit that out as, she, as to have her not kill me for leaving it in. She went with the lobster ravioli. I went with the uh, lamb chops. Both were wonderful, if I do say so myself. It was so strange to be in the tourist capital of the world going to a tourist bar in the middle of Tourist Central and it not feeling touristy at all. The place was kind of empty and low-key and people were kind of chill. It was not like that. There was not a single Statue of Liberty foam hat or I Heart New York t-shirt. Classy place, people enjoying drinks. It really gave a legit Irish pub feeling and to make it even more irish there was a young lady where our waitress shout out to her i really wish i would have gotten her name is actually uh on a work visa from ireland so it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to call it a touristy place we're in an irish pub predominantly patronized by the irish and employing the irish she did do a very amusing thing where she gave us an american impersonation uh, I try not to patronize people, but she asked. She asked for my Irish impersonation. I gave her my my most legitimate Irish impersonation, which, which was not mocking and you know a step below lucky char- a step below lucky charms, a genuine Irish impersonation. And when she fired back with her American impersonation, that was the most unsettling, uncomfortable thing. I'm like, oh my god, she sounds just like us. Do people in other countries really impersonate Americans? And if so, is it this blisteringly accurate? Talk about a big moment of self-reflection it was jarring but she did a great job wow what an experience highly recommend if you're in times square ready to do some touristy shit like a tourist go to rose go to rose rosie o'grady or rose o'grady's irish pub right on the other side of madison square garden 7th street it was fucking awesome loved it we hit a little spot called little italy maybe you've heard of it and I got to give the Empire States even more love. We went to Ferrara's Bakery and Cafe, had a couple of cannolis, had some New York cheesecake. Wow. Oh, talk about dense, rich, delicious cheesecake that damn near spoiled our appetite for dinner. Did I mention that we ate that dinner roughly seven hours ago and we have roughly two hours of sleep because we have to leave New York at 4.30 in the morning so I don't have to swim in the godforsaken amount of traffic that cohabitates this 
un- unheard of piece of land. The amount of traffic swimming in and out of this place is ungodly. And I said I would not do it, so we're leaving at the ass crack of dawn, if you can't hear it in my voice. I am horribly dehydrated, little to no sleep. My wife is unconscious. I'm frequently putting my finger below her nose to, to confirm that she is, in fact, still breathing. My God, could there be more traffic in this place? But yes, Ferrara's Bakery and Cafe, the best bar none cheesecake I've ever had in my entire life. The cannolis were amazing. I went with the chocolate for irony purposes. My wife did not. Also, not irony purposes. Didn't appreciate that. Hashtag grow up. Best cheesecake ever. So those are two high, high, high recommendations I have to give you guys. So hit Ferrara's, hit Rosie O'Grady's if you're feeling like getting your tourist on. But here's the big verdict. I got to come clean. I got to make a confession. 38 years on this planet I've been alive. And all I've heard is the hype regarding New York pizza. And I, I par, I'm not going to name specific restaurants. Why? Because it's not fair. And I have to uh, kind of be self-aware here. I didn't like it. Not that it was bad. Not that I felt one place was better than the other. After eating, after eating regional-based pizza, mom and pop, fast food or otherwise, for 38 years and being told that this one thing that I've never been even within seven to eight hours of was regionally superior and everything I'm having is inferior in every way, mentally, that's a big jump. It's a really big jump. So in 38 years of hype on something, whether it be the opening credits of the Ninja Turtles movie, where that one slice of pizza had the cheese coming off of it that was a mile long, or, or, or all other instances of New York pizza, the hype was just too great, and it just didn't live up to it. And it's not a, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a quality thing. It was a mental thing for me. I'm sorry. The sauce tasted richer, I guess. Uh, the dough was much was also much much richer in that fashion. Nothing really to write home about. I'll be totally honest, and I'm putting that on me, not on New York pizza. 38 years of having something that was deemed inferior. I can't just turn the switch and be like, oh, everything I've ever loved sucks, and this is clearly superior because everyone else said so. Nope, this is on me, New York. I appreciate it. I had some great food, got horribly drunk in your state, did some pro wrestling based shenanigans, saw some sights, did some tourist shit, all in all, would recommend. Was it perfect? Not by any stretch of the imagination, but I did step over human feces and watch a homeless man masturbate at a busy street corner. So I can say I truly had the New York experience. Season 7 Passengers, I'll talk to you next time.